Onnet News Digest, 1st of March 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we look at the prospect for private quarters in fleet carriers and report on Prime Minister Mann, who has been censured by the Alliance Assembly. But first, we return to the right of the remaining Thargoids and wonder just how relevant salvation is in the modern galaxy. Anti-Zeno fighters are on the verge of eliminating the last remaining Thargoid incursions. The only question remaining is whether they can complete the job before Thursday. We reported last week that the three systems in the bubble that suffered Thargoid incursions were completely cleared in less than two weeks. The counter-momentum triggered by that unexpected foray of aliens into the human heartlands has continued with Thargoids in the remaining systems in the Colsac and Witchhead Nebulas getting rather more attention than they'd bargained for. All systems in the Colsac Nebula and the surrounding Muscadark region have been cleared of Thargoids. And in the Witchhead Nebula, only a tiny rearguard of Thargoids are still clinging on in the Lembas and Wellington systems. It seems likely that the Anti-Zeno Initiative and other organisations that are less than friendly with the eight tentacled monsters of the Coal 70 sector may manage to kick them out of those two systems before the end of the week, leaving human inhabited space entirely untroubled by the Arachno starfish from space. There has been no further word from mad scientist Salvation, whose potty plans include some sort of death ray to wipe out the Thargoids completely. Some commanders have expressed their concern over just how ethical such a plan to commit genocide might be. We don't like the Thargoids, but do we really want them gone forever? And does Salvation have an ulterior motive? Like Azimuth Project Seraph four years ago, could Salvation really be plotting to use Thargoid technology to take control of the bubble? With the Thargoid threat apparently receding, perhaps siding with Salvation is a risk no longer worth taking. The Alliance Prime Minister has accepted a motion of censure and his secret defence deal with Sirius Corps is to be subject to legislative scrutiny, or else the deal will be off. The move came following the defeat of the Sirius megaship Chariot of Rhea by a popular uprising of Alliance citizens. Prime Minister Mahan's nemesis, Councillor Nakato Kane, put the motion of censure to the Alliance Assembly. The vote was by no means unanimous, but it was notable that there were more abstentions than votes to defend Mahan. The Assembly has now called for the details of the pact to be laid out in a bill for scrutiny by legislators. If Mahan and Sirius agree to this arrangement, then it might yet become law. However, if they want to keep the details secret, then the legislation will not be put forward and Sirius will be asked to withdraw its four, allegedly, anti-Zeno megaships from the Alioth, Arimpox, Dijian and Listi systems. It is not clear at this stage whether Sirius will be willing to have the deal subject to public scrutiny. Brewer Corporation has not only been busy kitting out the Colonia Bridge this week, it's also been busy sorting out the final hurdles prior to allowing commanders on-foot access to fleet carriers. 
This week's goal in the Colonia Bridge is to kit out the six starports with Pioneer Supplies, a crew lounge and search and rescue services. Unlike last week, the Colonia end of the appeal appears to be doing well, with a good prospect of a successful conclusion. The starport closest to Colonia, Promium Relay, in Eoch Flyway QK-ED12-2118, missed out last week on getting universal cartographics and Vista Genomics installed due to a scarcity of commodities in the Colonia region. Of far more importance to many commanders, though, is the prospect of finally being able to walk around fleet carriers. For far too long, Brewer's flagship product has been operated like a roll-on, roll-off ferry, with pilots forced to wait in the hold with their ships, while the fleet carrier hops excitedly round the galaxy, making loud, whomping noises and emitting lightning and black smoke. Now... In just one more week, the yellow and black Do Not Cross tape will be removed from the hangar lifts and commanders will be able to mingle in the social area, to visit the available surfaces in person and to visit the jump room, with its panoramic view of the fleet carrier opening its vast rent in the space-time continuum to allow it to, metaphorically, disappear through one exit or run round behind the scenery and pop up again magically in another place altogether, to the delight of the watching audience. Engineers working on the project have expressed their delight for how well the whole process is going as it nears the grand opening ceremony. Not only will it be public spaces, of course, but the fleet carrier owner, captain and commodore of the fleet will have their own private quarters in which they can plan their route, swig Lavian brandy or, if they're more refined, sip Centauri Megagin, and sing sea shanties and feed the parrots free from the annoying crowd of hangers-on and freeloaders in the public spaces. Whether they'll be allowed to design their own decor, put up posters of their favourite bands, and have three-year-long baths with their very own rubber duck and a gin and tonic remains unclear at this time. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. (laughs) 